This is an Alliance podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Florida Culture Podcast, soccer podcast for us, by us, talking about the intersection of black culture and soccer. Got your boy here, Grego here. My arm's still, you know, a little tender. Got, got, got my shot. Uh, you know, we, we put you through. God, you can't on the one. Yo, yo, yo this, it ain't my birthday. Don't give me no shots, man. Hey, man, but, uh, give me a little love. Just a little love. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, got TK down here in the ones and twos. Coach Tony's back in the building. What's good with you, man? Good to be back, man. How y'all doing? Man, like, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do this tonight because, like, I, I keep hearing about the, the second uh, shot, especially with Pfizer. It kind of puts you uh, puts you down for a little bit. Like, so, so far, I, I, I ain't falling out yet. I'm pushing through. I got my magic spray, making it work. So, you know, see, we don't this thing happen what's good with your tk chilling 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 <clears throat> just another yeah. week it's been pretty good you know um made it through with chelsea uh for the champions league so feeling feeling good feeling confident about that can't exactly say the same about the home team but um that is something we're probably going to back to a little bit later you know it's it's, it's epic shadowing out like it says because we were just talking about you know Champions League and say, hey, everybody's still undefeated. You know, they might might be uh might be okay. Mm, not no more, man. Uh, about 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 that. <laughs> about All that. sorts of records were unfortunately broken. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into that in, in a short bit. Of course, uh, thank you guys for checking it out here on your favorite podcast apps: Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, if you are on Anchor, go on Spotify. Do that. <laughs> Unless you hate our side being Stitcher. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, don't, don't, don't fund, don't fund, don't fund the owners or the potential owners. But uh, fund the takeover, fund the takeover. Crock is not moving forward. But yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's still been it's been an interesting week. You know, I I, I tell you guys, I actually went to. My first game since before COVID uh, over the past weekend. I went to go see the home team, go play Chicago, and it's a very, just a very weird experience seeing that place so empty. It felt like a Falcons game. Oh, <laughs> shots fired! Pop, pop. You know, because uh, they're doing, they did 50% capacity, of course, more on that in just a second. Um, yeah, just it's it's weird because especially since we have a you have this configuration where they 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 curtain off the the top level, and I'm like, we could have been even more spread out if you just opened up the full stadium and said, hey, you know, twenty twenty three thousand amongst seventy thousand seats is a whole lot better than twenty thousand amongst just forty five. I'm like. <sighs> You know, I'm going to disagree with you here. on logistics on that. From a logistical I mean, standpoint, and probably a financial standpoint, financial costs more. To oh yeah, it probably, yeah, it probably does. It probably does, but of course, we're we're in we're in different times right now. Where you, I, I don't think that you can necessarily 
always think about, you know, the dollar course. More on that in a minute. They can afford <laughs> but, us to uh, sit at you and open the roof. Right, right. But um, yeah, I, I think that I, I know this much. I, I would not do it again if I if I could help it. This. Ooh, it's just, I hear that from Gregor. I did it once just, you know, just to, just to get the feel of it to see how it, how it would be. But other than that, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I'll holler at y'all when, when uh, the stadium opens back up, which apparently won't be that long from now. So, did, all right. Before we even get a little further, was this in uh, the mind state of having your shot or not having this <laughs> your shot? Like, I, of course, I've already had, I already had my first shot, so I wasn't really particularly worried about that. It was just more so like when, especially when you go to a leg and had a game, you, a lot of, I think for a lot of people, you go for the atmosphere, you go for that, you know, that, that crowd, that vibe and all that. And when you're in a much smaller uh, crowd, and you're having to work a little harder to catch all the chance and hear what's going on. Um, yeah, it just the atmosphere just felt kind of spaced out to where it. I can't quite. It's it's like Luther's curl. Like it just it just what wasn't curling quite right. And even though even though we won, I mean we we had a pretty decent game and everything. You know, sorry, Jake and Bill, told y'all we beat y'all, but um. But yeah, like I, 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 I want that energy. I need that energy. <laughs> so, was there any type of a uh, tailgating or pre-gaming experience beforehand? I didn't do it, but uh, allegedly there there was allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> but um, it's not alleged. It definitely <laughs> happened. I saw photos. <laughs> you, I, I, I could either confirm or deny. You know, the, I mean, the well, you weren't in the photo, so you know, it's not like we're, we're, we're <laughs> implicating not, you not. for no evidence. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah there's, no, there's, there's, there's no one. No, I, 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 I'm not guilty no matter what, so <laughs> it's like I, I never did anything anytime. Nah, I'm good, but uh, yeah, like, yeah, like even that, just I feel like it's gonna be very interesting, interesting to see, like, how um things adjust when the stadium opens back up, especially from a tailgate perspective, because of course it just came out um, yesterday that uh, construction on the, on the gulch where everybody would normally tailgate that uh, construction's begin there. So the gulch is out. So, and for anybody that doesn't know the, the layout around Mercedes-Benz stadium, there, there really aren't a lot of, Parking lots beyond the goals that are like right there by the stadium, like that. So, yeah, like the closest ones are like probably like across the street by, um, by the uh, the Vine City Marta or uh, CNN parking deck. But who's but who's gonna go gonna go in there? And then you gotta pay and all that stuff. So I mean, it's, and, I mean, at that point you're in a deck essentially. So yeah, but I don't think that's it's gonna be conducive to a, to a tailgate. So oh, I, absolutely not. Problem. Yeah, so you, you got your like, great backyard, your Home Depot backyard. Woo! You, so, See, oh, he alluded to as, my, as, my next statement. As much as I think that would be ideal from a location standpoint, um, 
there's supposed to be a hotel that's supposed to be being built there pretty soon. I'm pretty sure they actually that's not going to interfere. But it's but even but even still, I don't think you the, those uh, those guests would be like, who are all these people? Why are they popping smoking like in front of our in front of the building? You know, like you 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 you'll have you'll have that element where it will, it will fuck it up for everybody. That's, that's, I, I that's think that's going to be on the hotel, and if they yeah. choose to embrace that. Um, so granted, you need I don't to keep see it. In mind that. Well, hear me out though. Granted, uh, the future of where this is going as far as location is concerned, they're building a mm-hmm. Jimmy Buffett hotel literally on the same street. And that's, I mean, I don't know what more you need to know about that. Like it's a massive building that literally shadows a Centennial park. So mm-hmm. it's going to already have a, that sort of vibe. And that's going to be right there on the corner of Marietta and Centennial park, uh, where park tavern across the street. So <clears throat> Actually, right underneath you know, the Ferris wheel, if you need a landmark, folks. Um, but the, no, the point no, I'm making she, is that it's going to be the whole street is they're they're building a vibe, and with Centennial Yards now being confirmed and then breaking ground, the future is going to be looking more like I think they might be tolerating to game day standards and use that as a sort of attraction, I'm, I'm, a meeting point. Because actually, like you just actually brought up a really good idea. That I think that if they push their all the. I'll, I, I don't think we'll be able to tell it the same way anymore. I do think that they'll probably do us like encourage, like kind of like what we had a couple years back when everybody was meeting at the park bar. We'd march from there. Uh, I think you probably yeah. might some, see something like that um, to where we grew over on that side. And actually, I think that'd be even doper because we're actually would be marching. I don't know. We'll, we'll definitely see, of course. Um, like I said, the home team did win uh, 3-1 over Chicago. Um, and But then on then yesterday, Champions League against Philly, oh, we shouldn't bet. We shouldn't bet big time. And uh, uh, losing three. I don't think we ever even lost that that big at home like that. And um, All right. So we, we how many goals was that? Three. So, what what would be a three word review for that game? Uh, Joseph A. Redding. That that be mine, Tony. Well, it seems I didn't see the game, but from the descriptions that I've heard about the game, <laughs> uh, three word description. Oh, probably. Damn, we suck. <laughs> Rocco Rios Nova. That that'd be that'd be another one. <laughs> that that would that would be my Rocco. I mean, Rocco too, I mean, from what I've, I've heard from everybody, you know, that I trust in their analysis of the game, everybody was like, you know, <laughs> love it. And Philly is that good? I mean, the other thing is like Philly is a good team. Like this, yeah, absolutely. Quarter shield champs. I'm like they're not they're not slouches. Yeah, yeah that, that was nothing to sleep on for sure. Like that's the thing that kind of like trick catches me out when I hear people, of course, bitch and moan after every other one. Like there, there is on the occasion where some of the teams they lose to are actually good. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you gotta actually show up against a good team, and so that's the thing right. About, um, well, that's the thing about this match, though. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you if you, a minor of this match is like. 
we we completely dominated the first half, you know. So if we take our chances, three word review on my behalf, mm-hmm. this game is a totally different story. Oh yeah, I think that you know, are you are you a big fan of Andre Blake, uh, Tony? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like he's he's he's, he's part of the black M- MLS, mm. MLS keeper of the year last year. I'm like he's he's not a slouch. I'm like like honestly, I'm I'm beyond shocked that he's still in MLS because like he's been that good for some years. And he's a, and, he's a rude boy, a rude boy, a real rude boy. Isn't and, it? Um, been the, who was he the best keeper of the year before? Uh, not the year before. That uh, yeah, he definitely was last year. But I, think, I think he's won it multiple times. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was getting at. Essentially, yeah. this guy is not just won it once. He's 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 been consistent, and uh, yeah, he yeah, definitely got for a million in the match. But uh, yeah, without his stops, it definitely could have gone our way in the first half. But yeah, I mean, they're definitely a case of like where a keeper can keep you in a game, and then you just have to wait for the right opportunities to take advantage of it, and um, I refuse to say his last name because he, he doesn't have any syllables. But Casper from Philly, I mean, he just he just wiped us clean. Um, in the same yeah, half. Just, yeah, absolutely. And he actually said the same thing you just mentioned in uh, in his post match comments, uh, basically about keeper kept him in the match, and that they they took their opportunities. They they had to wait. You know, they knew that their opportunities would come, and they took them. That was the difference. Yeah, absolutely, and. Um, I don't want to say that. Like I said, wasn't I? Don't think it was a bad game for us. I, I just think that going back to my my three words, Joseph ain't ready. And I think that I don't know if any of you guys ever watched um, this movie, uh, Just Right with Common. And movie goes, he, he plays. He's playing in the NBA. He tears up his knee. He's got to recover. And but when uh, when he recovers, he's still in his head when he comes back, and he's not playing like he should. And to correlate that to what's going on with, with the home team, you have Joseph, former MVP. You know, you expect a certain level from him, but he's coming off a knee injury and he's playing like he doesn't have that confidence. And I feel like until he gets that back, I don't know like what it's going to take for him to get there, but until he does, it's like we're, we're playing shorthanded. As I can, I, I can tell like with the shots that he did have, like I think only had like two the whole game. Um, he he didn't he didn't have that confidence that hey no matter what I'm shooting it's gonna um, it's gonna go in and of course we didn't have um, uh, the vet uh, Lissandra Lopez uh, his uh, his father uh, passed away because condolences to his family. Well, Gregor, let but, me um, let me comment on that, Gregor. Like, what's up? Someone who's gone through major knee injuries himself and major Achilles injuries as well too. You know, no matter how much. Uh, rehab you do and how much practicing you do, like the the psychological aspect of it. There's no way to really like anticipate when that recovery is going to happen. The, mm-hmm. Actually, I mean, anybody who's gone through major injuries and try to come back and play at that same high level, they will all tell you that you know the hardest part actually is the psychological part. And right. you know, there's no nobody can tell when Joseph is going to click where he's not thinking about it. That's the key thing is when you're not thinking about it. It took me like another full year before I stopped thinking when I realized I was like, Oh, I'm not scared of hurting myself again. 
You know, I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and and, that, and that's the thing that you know, as fans and you know of Joseph and everything like that, we that's something that fans aren't going to understand. At the end of the day, right. the results business, and if he's not producing, people are going to start, you know, acting weird and stuff like that. But you know, I, I say, you know, again, this is really early in the season. You know, he mm-hmm. just came back. He came back faster than people expected. Um, so. Gotta give him some time, you know. Absolutely, I, I think that given given how the game went, it might be too late as far as saving us for for Champions League. But at the same time, similar less. Like, if I could make, 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 make the playoffs, <laughs> what's up? There is actually a stat that says I think in the last five to six years in Champions League. My bad. I think there's a, a really bad delay going on here. No, you, you sound good. You sound good. Um, so I was just saying, there's a stat uh, in regards to potentially making it back uh, a comeback uh, for the Champions League uh, second round. I think in the last five to six years, there's been three teams that have come back from a, a four nil or excuse me a, th- a three nil deficit to win and advance in the semifinal. So there's that. Yeesh. Okay. Okay. Well, so you're saying there's a chance. No way. <laughs> I mean, like I said, Philly, Philly's no joke. So um, I yeah. we'll have to see like, uh, how things go next week. If they score a goal, it is over, in my opinion. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to be real, but, you know. Absolutely. But, um, of course, like I said, it, MLS is definitely uh, – Kind of slipped a bit done uh, so far this round. Uh, Toronto five. guys got Toronto Top guys slapped. Um, I think uh, at least as we're recording, Columbus is playing. I know they were down one nil to Monterey. Um, yeah, I think and they still have Portland on the Don't play as well. Like so yeah, oh. I mean, like I said. Can't get too hyped too soon because there there actually is a goal to reach, and if you don't reach that, then what's the point of getting hyped over the first round? You know, so we shall see how this goes. But yeah, I think um, I I did want to uh, touch on um, some other stuff that I will put in my last because in turn of Chicharito, Chicharito, um, like the man's starting off on fire. Like he's already got more goals. This in, in two games that he had all of last year. That, um, uh, he had a hat trick on Sunday uh, against Red Bulls. And, uh, it's just like, I, I, I think it's good for Lee that he's actually waking up and actually playing well because I feel like last year was just a clutch for everybody in LA. And, um, and like, I think that you you need your top stars performing the question. Because without that, it's like, what else are you going to watch on TV? Because you're not going to watch, um, you know, Salt Lake. It's just not going to happen. Like, you need those stars. You need those stars playing well. Like, so that's why you need Joseph playing well. Like, you need Hitorito playing well. Like, like you, you need that in order for this, uh, this league to thrive the way that it wants to. Um, for, first, there, there's. I've been. Of course, last week was after the whole shit with the, and I was hoping that 
was going to be on uh, last week, but he got busy and everything. Shout out to uh, Christian Polanco for joining us last week. But I wanted to get your awesome on just the madness of Super League. Because actually, I, I ended up having more thoughts, but I wanted, I wanted to get your, your thoughts on just everything that went buck wild last week. I, I mean, I think that, you know, obviously we, we've done a lot of Monday quarterbacking from this scenario that popped off. But it was definitely an interesting week. Uh, even just an interesting two days to see this thing go from, oh, it's happening. You know, all the, you know, the six Premier League teams and all the other teams in Europe are, you know, leaving and and the reasons why. And then you find out J.P. Morgan's back and then all that. And it's just like, it, it screamed of greed. It screamed of the money grab. And it screamed of American-type system. And, of course, as right. we know, came out was like you know all the owners who backed it were you know only american <laughs> you know um you know I, I i wasn't a fan of the thought or idea um do things need to change and you know as far as you know their whole premise or they think their purpose of it was to say well the whole system needs to change i can I, I understand that argument but the pathway that they were taking it was a horrible that shit was funny. Rap. It was a horrible. Well, the here's the thing that was interesting though. Mm-hmm. And we talk about, you know, exactly what our show is about, the black culture and soccer. And the reason why I was busy these last couple of weeks, we were actually building these garden uh plots at our soccer fields at West End. And so I've been doing a lot of Home Depot runs and everything. And I was at the Home Depot off Cascade, you know, predominantly black Home Depot. Um, mm-hmm. as we're checking out, you know, the woman's reading my soccer and street shirt and everything like that. And she's like, Oh, so you, you soccer. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And Cause I had the Vine city Jersey on and it said, mm-hmm. oh, it's I need one, by the way. I need one, by the way. Oh, I know. See the, the drip, the, people are liking the, the Vine city. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Vine city go hard. Um, no, but she saw, she's like, Oh, there's soccer in Vine city. And I was like, yeah, we've been doing that and everything like that. And she was like, oh, okay, that's awesome. She's like, now, this is an older black woman. She's easily like mid-50s, late-50s range, right? Mm-hmm. And she goes, the second thing she brings up, she's like, did you hear about like some type of league they were trying to create when all the big clubs were like trying to get rid of a, a competition and stuff like that? And I was like, no, say word. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think I heard something about that. And she was like, yeah. That, she was like, all these people are just greedy. They just greedy, greedy, greedy. I was like, you know what? I like you, sister. I like you. <laughs> know, right? That's crazy that, you know, someone who is not a soccer person, not interested, that they knew about how big of an issue this was. I mean, the fact that you got the prime ministers getting involved, you know, it's it's it was crazy to see that it really shook up, you know, the media. It shook up any decent fan who keeps somewhat of an eye on soccer in the world. Um, it, it was definitely a roller coaster trip. And now, you know, obviously what's coming out is like these new amendments to these leagues talking about like, yo, if y'all try that shit again. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't do that shit. Like, but here's the, here's the thing. And like, I, I don't know if like, how you have 
those teams that are in the Super League effectively still compete in their domestic leagues. Here, because here's the thing: they're not qualifying for the Champions League, so you can't really say, "Okay, I finished first, so but I'm not really the champ, and I'm not going to the Champions League, but I'm beating all the teams that that would be in the Champions League." And let's say, let's say out of the Premier League six, let's say four of them end up top four. And so that means that your your fifth place team um, would be your champion. Like, how does that even look? How does that how does that work for the overall marketing of of a league like the Premier League? How does that work for, you know, establishing keeping the Champions League as appearing the top competition in Europe and in some cases the world. Um, it just, it fucks up your whole shit because basically you're saying, okay, these teams have enough money to basically beat down everybody else to the powder. And, but they're the ones that are going to the Champions League because they're, they're who's eligible. It just doesn't work. It doesn't. I, I, I and it, but if it's, it's a two, it's a, it's a double-edged sword there because those leagues need those big clubs, but at the same time, um, they they look they, those clubs want still want the the prestige and say, hey, we're the best team in in Spain, we're the best team in in Italy, you know, and it 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 does not work. Like if you want to figure out a way to fix the Champions League, do that. But I don't think I, I definitely don't think there's a way that that answer involves. A separate competition that that could in turn kick you out of basically your domestic. That doesn't work. What what was also funny though, like <laughs> when those teams that were involved and they actually had their matches this past weekend, and a lot of them either lost or tied or whatever yep. against other teams, and everybody was like, "Well, you know, someone mm. tied or, or beat you know that Super League team." You know, right, like, right, 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 right. <laughs> The moniker for them each time they play now. Look, the former Super League team is playing against you know Darby County, and Darby County whipped up on the Super Team, Super League team. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I, I thought the funny part was uh, there was a thing on Twitter that said like uh, May United was the only team that was in the Champions League, Europa League, and the Super League all in one year. <laughs> I was like, see, <laughs> that's okay. That's but I, will, I will say this: this is stuff. It's something that's been just stewing in my head pretty much the entire time. Because, like you said, behind all this has been basically a lot of Americans trying to inflict their their will and ideas over to the rest of the world. And there's a big part of me that's just like, if you don't like this game, get out, because. Europe's been doing their thing pretty damn well, and and they weren't they were, they were complaining about money. They were just saying, "Hey, we're good with what we got. We're making this work, and it is what it is." And you had Americans who were investing in multiple countries. You know, say, "Hey, we want we like what you're doing here. We want to buy this club. But we like what you're doing here. Let's 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 buy this." And I feel like. They did all this just to kind of set up the long, the long con. They, said they did the short con for the long con and say, hey, 
we really want we really want to invest in this so that way we could turn you into what we do. I'm like, no, no, no. Keep that shit over here. It's our it's already bad enough over here. Like, like what they do over here is actually working. Like, do not fuck with that. Like we're ideally we would like to get to what they have at least in some in some shape or form and it's like you're saying like nah we want to go ahead and flip the script and just have y'all um do what we do and so that way we everybody makes money like and there's a it's it's funny to me like how i, I look at the open system in the, just the overall system of it as a very capitalist system where the best thrive the worst fall and everybody else just tries to get by. Is that, that's that's business, especially here in this country. And soccer elsewhere is largely like that, and they know how to make that work. Whereas here, we're we're over here working with some socialist shit, and it's like, hey, everybody gets the same money, everybody gets the same cap, and you know, everybody has a chance. I'm like, you know what? Sometimes you don't get a chance. Sometimes, like, and if Anyone who's been in business will tell you it ain't always fair. Sometimes, hey, you just you you might be lucky if you get by, and and some people might have a good idea, and suddenly they turn into Spotify and try to buy Arsenal. It just it just happens to work out that way. But yeah, like like if if you don't like how how it's ran, don't fuck with it. Just the stakes like. Stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Stick with MLS. Stick with NFL. Do all that shit. <laughs> did you just like, use that quote? <laughs> I did. Touche. I did. Touche. Not sure how far delayed this is, but touche. Um, so it sounds like you're in in support of a promotion relegation. In case <laughs> you haven't heard. In case you haven't heard. I mean... It's, it's it, but it's funny to me because like I don't know like how often we've talked about it um, in recent episodes. Of course, there's a lot of rumors talking about uh, MLS and Liga uh, MX merging, and my worry is that if you don't let one happen, but you let the other happen, it's going to be a lot of a lot of uh, flack, it's gonna be a lot of pushback from from the other. The side that doesn't get it, and uh, I was I was on Twitter a few weeks ago uh, last week, and um, Dennis Crosley from uh, Crowley. For those of y'all who don't know, he's an owner of a club in Nisa called uh, Kingston, and he's part of the uh, one of the lawsuits with uh, U.S. Soccer. They tried to open the system, and as part of the lawsuit, you know, there he said that he went to the um, court of um, CES, the the big arbitrator on globally globally and everything, and um, basically what what they ruled was that FIFA is allowed to apply their rules as they see fit. It doesn't have to be across the board for everybody. They can let it with that. And I'm like, you're basically opening the door for another attempt at a Super League at some point. You're opening the door for this whole shit to get fucked up sooner rather than later. Like, because it didn't happen now, doesn't mean that it might, there might not be another attempt at some point. That's, and at some point, you're going to be like, 
So we I mean offer that you can't refuse and then there's and there's no going back. And that's I don't just in the way that this has been all been set up, I just don't see how how um that'd be good for everybody. But um but yeah, like it it actually almost had me thinking like we should do another episode. Huh. But huh. but um but yeah can, like can like, we recognize uh uh American over in Europe that's Ooh. actually doing something positive. What's up? No, uh, wait, wait. You think TK, I'm gonna say something about your man, your squad? Nah. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm recognizing Zach Stephan, our brother. You know? What I'm yeah, saying? yeah, yeah, yeah. Aha, aha! You see what I did there? Uh huh. We got, we got to give props and kudos to our man Zach Stephan. Uh, He's gonna win a trophy! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> You're on a you shade, man. Look at him! Such a... <laughs> <laughs> the man got a trophy. You know, guys, clean sheet. You gotta be proud of him, right? No, yeah. You're not proud of him. Yeah. No, he, he deserves it. Mark one up for the culture. Mark one up for America, and then keep it moving. Shout out to Downingtown, Pennsylvania, for the one. But I, I will say that um, apparently he, he he definitely has some backers on uh, on the, the city squad because apparently they were considering putting um their starting keeper um, in. I when they were like, "Oh hell no!" Like you said that Stefan would be our cup guy. Let him finish his finish yep. his career. And otherwise, there's gonna be some furniture tossing and and yeah, Guardiola. Really, said, oh, really the whole locker room was in support of Stefan. Yeah, like if you don't go to work, you you want to be able to reward that and say, hey, like like let them finish this finish this out. So that's one thing that I guess Fiddy can say that he actually did right for a change because I I don't just to piggy just to kind of finish up on the Super League shit because it was first Chelsea and City that that pulled out. And their owners are already filthy fucking rich. <laughs> They're already filthy fucking rich. They don't need the extra 300 mil like that. They don't. And so, for, of course, as soon as you, you saw that backlash, you said like, oh my God, this is going to just ruin everything. They're like, why would we be a part of something that's, that's only going to divide our fan base? Like, why? Like you saw all the, uh, you saw all the uh, the protests, everything. Like, of course, mind you, the only team that, that didn't have a protest in England was Man City, because they got that. But um, but I think that they they just they just saw it called a spade and spade and said like, if this is not going to be popular. Why would we be a part of this? Like, we're already good on money. We're not broke. We're not near broke. So we don't really need all this. So. They went ahead and um and pulled out, and then, uh, and then the rest of the teams pulled out over in in, uh, in Italy. There, um, they they went ahead and just ruled to say, yeah, you can't join no breakaway shit. If you do, you be going going to the fish, going to the fishes. Yep. So, like, of course, you got you got you got um uh, Real's president. He's still like, turn the machines back on. This isn't over. Like, yeah, no. he is not quitting. 
He is not quitting his stance on that. Well, it's, it's it's not it's not England or Germany's fault that things are so ass backwards in, in Spain that you know y'all crying broke, Barcelona's crying broke. I'm like, y'all did that to yourselves. Like y'all need to fix that. Sh- y'all need to fix that. That you need to fix your own shop first before you start start bringing up everybody's shit. So do that. But um, the club signed binding agreements. They'll all be in the Super League next year. Like, look on that. Good luck. But um, there was hey, yeah. there was another positive though out of the situation. Mm-hmm. No more Ed Woodward. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Like the see that the see that that pop up on my shit. Uh, that's I think it was like a um, that. Tuesday, I was like, we've been every United fans been begging for him to go for like the longest time. I'm like, this is what it took. This, <laughs> this, that's why I'm like, that's what I'm not so mad. I'm like, you know, we, there was something positive to come out of this situation. There's, there's a silver lining here. There's a silver lining. Here. I was like, yo, like this took probably too long to get him out. Of course, mind you, we we actually do have a technical director right now, so like, like I said, there there might there just might be, you know. Called at the, at the end of this tunnel, but like, yeah, wasn't like, he supposed to leave at the end of this year? That was the plan, like, but like, and, and apparently he still technically hasn't left. I'm like, no, you need to bounce. You need to bounce. <laughs> and Glazer, the Glazers need to bounce. Uh, Crunky needs to bounce, and of course, we, we could probably talk about that now. Um, for those of y'all who are listening on Spotify, you might be funding. Um, the, the potential new owner of Arsenal because the the uh, the CEO of Spotify, Daniel Eck, uh, apparently a lifelong Arsenal fan, and said, "You know what? I am willing to put my money down, get get my chips together, and and make a bid on on uh, Arsenal." And mind you, it's not as not only his backing. You got Henri involved. You got Burke Camp involved. Um, who uh, who was uh, Vieira's um, back in this too? So like you got Spotify and the Invincibles about to about to just take the shit over. I'm like, you know, that's not enough though. You have to have a willing party who wants to sell. That's true, but I forget like how Arsenal works. It's like it's like they have to like vote to allow a sale to allow a sale. But but I think Cronky has enough enough. Um, of majority to where it's like, yeah, if he doesn't want to, you're kind of stuck. Right. Yeah. I, I think that so. you just, you just, you just keep. If if he says that two billion ain't enough, say hey, let's go two point five, two point five. There's gonna be a, a price involved there where it's like, okay, I will sell. Okay. I think there'll be maybe just under three billion. That, Everybody's price. <laughs> money, 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 money. Maybe he'll fix um what's that other team, that MLS team, you know? Oh, graphics panic. Uh, why are they that. what was that a derogative term, sir? It's the first letter of, of T Colorado oh. Rapids. Crap. Oh <laughs> see what you did, see what you did. Respect. Moving on. <laughs> 
all I know is if he's making this bid, my Spotify premium account better not go up in price, man. <laughs> Say that to everyone. Uh, actually, in Europe. I, actually I, I, I saw that um they actually were like if you got a family plan, you know, you, know, you got you got your bike, your shit might go up if if you're over there in Europe. Listen to us right now. Yeah, your shit's going up. So all about. <laughs> Take over. Like so you get, got, it's eyes in the prize for y'all, man. Like, all y'all gunners out there, go ahead and make sure you double down on, on your Spotify accounts. Make sure you subscribe to uh, the podcast. And yeah, listen, like in, in due time, you will finally get your most hated enemy out here. Like you probably, uh, for those of y'all gunners out here, keep, tell me, do y'all hate Cronky more or Spurs uh, more? Like that, that's the, that's the real question right now. That's what I really want to know. But because um, I know at least for United, we are we. I I I'm finally on the Lakers out bandwagon. I'm like, yo, go, go. Like you, and Tom Brady, y'all need to go. Y'all need. For real. But um, it took this long. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Honestly, because like I came, I came in at a my full United fandom came in like after they took over, and at least with Sir Alex, it was like, yeah, you're still winning. So like, why am I tripping? And, but then, of course, came post post Sir Alex, <laughs> and everything has been a whole train wreck. And I'm like, what was that? You need to, what, what a whole wreck? ass train wreck. A train wreck. A whole ass train wreck. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's like I'm a big believer in organizations win championships. And I'm like, yeah, like if you don't have the right organization in place, you need to go or figure out what's going, what's wrong, like. What do you believe into get, now? I still believe that. Like, I, I feel like getting Woodward out finally is definitely a, a great first step. Hopefully, um, the Glazers can find someone that can let that new president focus on the money, let the new technical director take care of what's on, what's on the pitch, and we actually get somewhere with, with those results. But, um, but yeah, it's still got to go either way. So, um, I'm going to take a quick bill, get a, get a quick word from our fam at Protagonist. And uh, yeah, we'll be back with, um, we'll find something else to talk about. We'll be right back. <laughs> hey everyone, this is Dan Vaughn from the Knights Who Say Nisa, your one-stop podcast for all things about the newest and most exciting professional league in the country, Nisa. All this week, the Knights have been breaking down all the action from the Nisa Legends Cup, and you can count on us to be there to discuss the finale with the bad boys of Detroit, DCFC, taking on the host juggernaut club, Chattanooga FC. So tune in to the protagonist pod feed and check out Knights Who Say Nisa, just one of the many great podcasts that are part of the Alliance. Hello, and welcome to Shea Butter FC, the podcast for, by, and about Black women in soccer, featuring your hosts, Sky and Sylves. This week, we'll explore week three of the NWSL's Challenge Cup and the chaos that ensued as international players returned to their teams. Next, we will look briefly at the results from the first legs of the two semifinal matches of the UEFA Women's Champions League. Lastly, we will introduce a new segment called FBSC Get Your Fits Right. Make sure you tune in as we bring our flavor and seasoning to this week's hot takes surrounding the global women's soccer community. You can find us at SBFC 
underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. Hey guys, this is Elliot, the co-host of Can I Kick It at River City 93. As always, if you're looking for the most up-to-date shows on Black history, what's going on in the game, in and off the pitch, then come check us out at Can I Kick It. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter at River City 93. And as always, guys, like, share, subscribe to our podcast, and we'll catch you guys on the good side. And we're back. Um, yes. Shout out to our fam over at Antagonist. Uh, hopefully, you guys have been um, checking out Jay Butter as well as his there. And then uh, also our homies, Mac Kicket. You know, you know it's like we are. It's funny, like, how seeing and communicating with everybody, especially in this so called Black. Uh, soccer podcast circles and everything like it's um it's very it's very funny to see like especially to see it grow um um yeah in case you haven't um done so already check out uh can i kick it podcast uh last week we had a um a women's supporter round table uh with uh various supporters around you know to and everything and um i said it was a very cool conversation um I know that um, Yogi was able to put together. If you had done so already, check it out. Of course, check out all the um, past episodes um, of Can I Kick It? And um, yeah, and, um, and all that. But um, but yeah, your boy, you are a step away from the Champions League final. How how you feel about that? Fantastic. That's how I feel. I called this. I mean, I feel like I, maybe three months ago, two months ago, I called this. So, so we, uh, the, y'all, y'all, y'all saw the uh, the finish of uh, uh, Falcon. Tony, seriously, what? <laughs> you, you saw the um, the uh, have y'all seen the end of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah. Nah, I actually watched like maybe two and a half episodes, maybe even one and a half episodes, but nowhere near you, finished. So you saw like how I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and just give you a quick spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. Um, yeah. he's, he's not even forgetting the spoiler. Just tell it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Because like, because you know how we how we've been clowning um, Pulisic, uh, you know, the past few months over his supposed political, right? And I feel like you know the perfect nickname is finally come about. He's U.S. agent. U.S. agent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I guess. I guess that works. Yeah, because you, you try to be Captain America, you realize that what his lane, is U.S. agent. U.S. Well, agent. I mean, I'm it, not it, sure if it sticks. We'll see. Yeah, it probably yeah. won't be. That's what we gonna call him, U.S. agent. U.S. agent. Um, it's not a good look for him either way, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, who was looking good? Captain America. Are you gonna say Mindy? Mason Mount. Oh, of course not. Here we go. <laughs> Every time we talk about obligatory, dude. Hey, That's the guy is a legend in the making. Yes, I'm just saying, everyone <laughs> wants to talk about Phil Folden, and I think it's awesome 
because he's just taking the entire spotlight off of Mason Mount, and he gets the flourish underneath that. And I'm telling you, dude, if England don't get to the final of the Euros, Southgate is fired. I think it'd be fighting either way because I mean the final, the finals and the semifinals are are in Wembley anyway. But and I, and I think that of course it probably kind of jacked us all up. But I feel like from the run that they had in 2018, the squad is there for them to make a pretty decent run. And the squad is there for them to make a yeah. pretty decent run, bro. Yeah, these guys are pretty much all in the peak of their careers. If England yeah. don't win the Euros, I, I don't care about any other team. If England does not win the Euros, it's a, a total failure. It's seriously, it's going like this is it. I don't care all, all the talk from '96 or 2000. I, none of it matters. If yes, they don't win this summer, it's it's, yes, it's, it's, it's a wrap. You know how Bomani uh, Jones always does his Atlanta rant. <laughs> Yeah. Atlanta sports rant. Yeah. Y'all keep on being on that England national team narcotic. Hey, <laughs> narcotic. It, it, it hits different for me, man. It hits different for me. You know, I, I grew no, up I, in the I, country. I, so, like, I definitely get it. I definitely get it. I, and I definitely think that compared to, like, you know, obviously the Dagum generation, uh, Gerard, Terry, and all that, I actually do feel that the talent is there now to where they can make it. Of course, my of course my big thing is I don't think uh Harry Kane is the guy to lead lead that lead that team. I don't think I don't think he steps up in big game in big games. Just like just like how he did in um in the League Cup final. But hey another one. But um but yeah I I think other outside of him, the squad is there. Um Maybe like him and figuring out uh, the position. Those two are probably a big question mark. Outside of that, I take I take my chances with that. So, would you put Dominic Calvin Lewis in um, a striker? Uh, I put Rashford. That's just I was gonna say, where you gonna have Rashford on that? Where you gonna? <laughs> yeah, I like how both y'all motherfuckers scratching back your head. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, well, uh, I'll play the Man United player, please. <laughs> no, no, I'm like, line. Thank you. Oh, you're probably. Like, I got you. I feel like you have a a top forward at a top club that's that typically steps up in big moments. That's what you need in a big tournament. So I'm not going for a guy that's you know on you know just under top four mid table ish uh, type of club. I want if you have a a, a player at a top club stepping up nearly every week. That's who you go with, and um, and especially since they they have enough answers on the wing, put him up front and let and let him run. That that would be that would be my thing, and then from there, like I said, if you've got a keeper, because I don't think Pickford's the answer at uh no, at, at keeper, but not. but at the same time, can you really trust uh, uh, Dean Henderson to oh, oh, be that cool. guy since he's not starting? I think you might be able to, but at the same time, he doesn't play it up to where you know for sure. I agree. But the problem there is that there's not nearly nearly enough English keepers playing regularly to really, you don't really have a big pool to really choose from anyway. So there there goes that. 
But I do think that the talent is there for them to do it. Of course, um, I don't think we got into it last week. Um, uh, I know that actually just happened on this past weekend. Um, Hansi Flick, the coach of um, Bayern, he's moving up to the German national team after the Euros. Um, uh, Julian Nagelsmann from Army Leipzig is taking over at Bayern. And then after much consternation, America. <laughs> after much consternation the past couple of days, it looks like our man Jesse March is taking over at, at RB Leipzig. Wow. Wow. Like, you know, I, I didn't realize that the, that the Red Bull benefits were, 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 were that lit, you know? Like, you know, first I'm, at, first I'm in Jersey. Then I'm in Austria. A couple years from now, I'll be assistant manager. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when the big bucks start rolling. <laughs> hey, man, don't be clowning on this. But, uh, but no. Congratulations like, honestly, all like, the new coaches, all the new managers, and all the positions, respectively. But, um, but yeah, I definitely like uh, – it's definitely a big step for Jesse Marsh to – you, you've actually been able to see that 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 ascension from five years from year, five years ago up to now, and you obviously he's putting the work. And and uh, I think the funny thing there was that um, he turned like Spurs wanted him, and he said no, and because of course, who want who wants Spurs right now? I'm like no, <laughs> so that's a really good segue, my friend, because I wanted to. Delve into the topic, perhaps. Maybe we can even do a, just a quick dunk, if you will. Um, where do Harry Kane and Haman Sanka? Because mm. they they both deserve better, and that that is they a do. fact. So I but, think let, I think be, you know in in that kind of mindset, if we will. I think that the current Spurs generation is pretty much done. Like like you guys. Of course, they spent so much time with Pochettino that, you know, they've pretty much given up their most of their prime trying to win something with him. And and that didn't work. And things definitely didn't work with Mourinho. And so they, they still have an outside shot of a top spot, but it looks like it's probably not going to happen. But um, I think that um, – I think Kane goes to uh, Man City. English players don't don't sell him out of England, so no, he's not going. He's, they they don't need him at at they don't they don't need a guy like him at Real Madrid. They don't need a guy like he's not going to fit at Barcelona. Of course, they're broken. Bayern. He goes to Bayern, and they actually give him a trophy, and they dominate, mm, and they dominate. They see, would tell me I'm wrong. I can I can see that 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 kind of thought. At the same time, I'm not sure they're giving up on Lewandowski just yet. Oh, no, but now, that's the perfect thing. They have someone to transition, and that gives them a couple more years to segue to gap, to fill that gap where they actually can find a young striker to take but over. That's the thing, though. Like, I, I think for a guy like him, like, you, you're going to want a guy that he's going to want to play. And... That's what I'm saying. He'll, he'll have time to, though. It, but it, 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 the age guy, I, I can't remember what it is between him and uh, Lewandowski, but there's enough time. If he went to Bayern, it, it, it would work out. It really would. I, I see what you're saying. I just, yeah, um, I don't know about that one. I'm telling you, man, um, it'd be a two-headed hydra. It'd be like that those old stories they tell about the ships and the CEO. That, that's, that's if you, that's if you think um, 
that's if you think they can play well with two our friends. Like, you consider like everybody they they have an attack at, at Bayern. I don't see where he would fit. Right at the front, if you have Harry Kane. I got a mean hat, but got a mean hat, but. But where where were you putting Lewandowski in that situation? Because you still have him. You still have Sane. You still have uh, Gnabry. You still have Muller. Like you have to find somewhere for all those guys to fit, and I just don't see where they would all fit. They're they're rotating, man. Lewandowski's on the way out. Mueller's on the way out. Like we we know. I see where you're going with that, TK, and it's not a, a bad idea. Especially but, since they just changed coaches, this is the perfect time. Is, I, I, I seriously, I just wonder about you know. Again, Greg actually had a good point of you know the success of Brits going, you know, to different you know competing European leagues. Everybody can be actually young, right? That is a very solid point. Yeah, <laughs> it's, they don't do too well. They don't do too well in other leagues. Um, actually, you like, of course, they probably wouldn't have the money for them, but um. I'd actually say, um, depending on what happens with Holland, I'd say I see Dortmund, but they probably don't have the money. No, I don't see. I don't see Dortmund. Nah. No, Dortmund. They're they're always buying young. Yeah, yeah. They have a model. Harry Kane's too old for that system. Yeah, that too. Nah, I think stylistically, I think he could fit, but actually, I don't think they would. Like he would be a luxury player. That old. He'd, he'd he be easier for old. him to go to England, or I mean, Italy. Excuse yeah. Me. I got, I can actually see that. I, 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 Italy would be a like a club in Italy would be a dark hole. Like no, of course the, Milan already has Latan. They just extended him for another year, so he can afford it. So, uh, that that one wouldn't be impossible. But I, I think he'll stay home and it'll be Man City because that sounds about right. Because I think they want that. Um, they probably want the feather in the head of having the. England captain, captain. Well, but as far I mean, as Sun goes, if United doesn't get him, they're fucked. <laughs> well, back to the Kane. I mean, uh, you know, I, I think that you know it's also a perfect time for him coming over to MLS too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ooh, that's a fucking. I mean, reach. I mean, reach. all this considered, if he comes if, to Miami. If, Hell if no. he if <laughs> they couldn't pay him enough, he couldn't be the designated player of the league to come to Miami. Seriously, I mean, he probably he would probably love Miami, but I mean, and plus, um, he might have some competition from a certain Barcelona ten um, yeah. to uh, to get there. But um, if Perhaps he'd be close if to they Brady. if they if the national team wasn't so stuck on Harry Kane. It actually wouldn't be the worst idea for him to come. Yeah. The, England, the FA won't let him get. No, nah, the FA ain't going to happen right now. No. No, it's, it's like, he, like he, he's going to fight the Renaissance into, into the World Cup. After that, it's fair game. 22 World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like after that, it's pretty much the, like, yeah, you are, you're slow. Everybody else is fast. Games and your odd one wall. I mean, he, he like has a Peter Crouch. He has Peter, amazing Peter, Peter Crouch was good for what he was. He was he like he wasn't the guy leading the front line all the time. Like he come up, came out the bench and did his thing. Like 
Harry Kane is basically you're, you're you're saying that he is the face of the team. Not and of course it, it doesn't help. That he's also captain, and but he um, they say he doesn't step up. Like I say you saw you saw it last week in the League Cup final. Saw it a couple years back in the, in the Champions League final. He does not step up in the World Cup when he choked against on Croatia. Does not step up in big games. Does that happen? He needs to go to a team where he isn't the biggest player, and then he will succeed. I'm he probably will. By that point, it'd be too late. Bayern is written on the wall, man. If he if he doesn't go to Bayern and just break the English model, because like of the a whole, because you're right, there is not a lot of English players who have been incredibly successful outside of the league of England. So that's a fair point. I I, I think he can do it though. I do have faith in him and faith in him and that much. But yeah, but circling back around, of course, um, we got Champions League first leg. Um, of course, you, you notice our background is very PSG uh, focused. A, they were doing good for, for until about the 70th minute, and all of a sudden they just shit the bed uh, against Man City, and gave up two goals. Player uh, got got red carded, and now they're down two one going into the second leg in um in Manchester. Um, so are we looking at an all England final? Honestly, I prefer that, but they're not down and out. PSG. I don't think Real are down and out. I don't think they are. I mean, obviously, but the thing about the Real match, the difference, uh, at least, is that I feel like they didn't really have any, they had one chance outside of that piece of work, you know, like of a goal. Like, I, seriously? No, I'm 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 totally agree with you. It's like I, Chelsea was the better team, you know. So, so no complaints about the training round use. I, yo, I can't I can't wait for Real to get back to their state to the better because like yo, that, they're they've been playing at the uh, uh, Stadio um, Stefano. Um, for the past like year, year and change, consider renovating the Burner Valley. And basically, you're playing at it. It's it's a very nice MLS stadium. <laughs> That's about yeah. it. Of course, everything's exposed. So, like, when it when it rains, everybody gets rained on. Oh, everybody. Yeah. I felt like it rained in all the matches at least once, or probably three fourths of the matches. Semis, but, um, and European. League. So, so what are we thinking next week? Um, all England, or are we, or we, uh, we might have a comeback in one of them. What do y'all think? What I, I what I hope for uh, mm-hmm. is a, a PSG Real final. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know uh, TK don't want to hear that, uh, but I think I, I do think PSG definitely has the capability of, of coming back. I, I I cannot. Uh, I'll be Man City can't. We, 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 we can't have them going to the finals. We can't have City going to the final. I'm sorry. No. I mean, um, I think that wouldn't be bad. It keeps yeah, the coefficient no, in, no, in favor no, of England. No. But I know you guys y'all, get y'all can about it. Y'all, y'all can make the final and, and help that out. But yeah, we don't yeah. need City in there. I mean, I, I hear you. you. You have an issue with that. But I think it would be even better for City to lose to Chelsea. In a final, a European final, bro. And they, after the way that they came back and dominated the league this particular year, 
with mm-hmm. this particular squad, mm-hmm. for them, this is their bogey. And I mentioned this maybe four or five episodes ago, but this is like, seriously could be like, this is what they do. They, they get to the top and then they just miss that last handle. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't having it. No. Nah. Not, not one bit. Nah. But I mean, didn't choke. I mean, I mean, PSG are some chokers too. So I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, that's true. It's, uh, it's like honestly, with, with, with the way they've done so far in the knockout stages, like you were, you were thinking at least, especially with that first goal um, from um, Marquinhos, that maybe this is it. Maybe like this is you know they're they're a team of destiny this year, especially after how they beat Bayern, but. Uh, and just like it really was like ten minutes of just like they just really did shit to bed. Like, you know, it can't be PSG because like, of Pochettino. I mean, you ain't exactly wrong. <laughs> you ain't exactly wrong. There, so. I mean, yeah, like so. You don't deserve it. Pochettino. I mean, he's a he's a person who doesn't coach to win trophies, right? Remember that's the thing. Right. Well, there's that too. Yeah, <laughs> it's not about trophies. It's about the experience. Not about <laughs> trophies. I mean, that's nice to put on your CV. I've been to two European finals. You know, there's a lot of prestige in the Champions League final. I've stood yeah. there in that stadium, been there on that day. But you know better. Smell. Ooh, tell me, Kurt. You know better though, winning, winning the final. So that runners-up yeah. medal doesn't suit your fancy. Just nope. doesn't. Not even a the bite's not the same. It kind of bends. Not even, not even a little bit. Like you take that shit off. Right yeah, away. They put a piece of chocolate in it. TK. It's just ah, it's like, a duck. Like it, 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 but you would never know it because as soon as you, you put it on, they put it on you. You was like, no, nah, get it off. <laughs> get it off me. Get it off I'm me. I'm done, son. I'm done, son. But um, but you guys out here on listen to us on YouTube or on your podcast, let us know what you think on on the social media on FTC UTD. Who do you have winning in the second leg uh, and going through, through to the final? Um, let us know what you think. But uh, but yeah, uh, just a quick store update. Uh, orders are going out um, at, uh, as far as um, name sets and such. Uh, I didn't really get to talk about this last week, um, and I feel absolutely mortified that I didn't do this already. But um, our 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 um, our team scar. Um, yes. Of course. Uh, shout out to our partners over at uh, Die Hard Scarves. Shout out to the Tony. Shout out to Tony for this one because um, last year when he went to the coaches convention um, uh, up in Baltimore, he brought back this scarf that it was like a summer scarf, but it didn't feel like the same silky one that just kind of slides all, all over the place. And I was like, what is this? Like tell this me more about this material. Kind of, um it kind of it basically feels like like a like a um like a jersey, basically. Whereas like typically you would uh, um so let me let me let me give uh uh Tony the Is that like a dry fit? Yeah, yeah kind, very- uh, kind of like the, it's like typically the the summer scars that most people have, it feels very silky and it kind of slides all over the place. Whereas this one, it feels more like a jersey, so it kind of, it it definitely doesn't feel as slick. And that was something that I was like, yeah, like I want to have something that if you're gonna do if you're gonna do another scarf, it's something that 
feels good to the touch, feels good, you know, however you want to wear it, around your neck, around your waist, or on your arm, whatever. Gregor, um, are you telling so, me this scarf is not going to make my neck itch? It won't. It won't. Ooh, what a claim. Let's put that on tag. But yes, uh, we still got a pre-order going on to, until this Sunday, May 2nd. So um, yeah, make sure, you know, after you pay mortgage, your rent done uh, this weekend, get you uh, an FTC summer scarf for the home team. Even if you, even if you don't rep uh, Atlanta United, rep, rep, uh, rep the culture um, and get the UTP, not my com. You know, thank you to our model. Uh, Tony, <laughs> give him a hand, give a hand, folks. That's fantastic, Tony. Thank you, sir. But um, but yeah, let's uh, let's get up and um, get up with our two up and two down. Um, uh, TK, what you got? See, you had yourself big and you shrunk yourself. I was like, that was a, not conducive to the pull of the flow. <laughs> you whatever, <laughs> man. What you got, man? Uh, all right, so um, an up. F1 Miami. F1 Miami. Formula One is coming to the United States more than once in one season. And that's going to be fantastic because Miami is a not too long of a drive, uh, but a pretty short flight. And so that's, that'll be a, a, be a, short a, a really great experience. Drive. Yeah, I think it's like two hours or something. Um, but I took Spirit, so it could be different on Delta. <laughs> <laughs> he survived. Yeah, I mean, right. It's like there's no right. snacks. I don't get pretzels or cheeses. Like, you just make sure you get here. After that, hey. hey if you guys don't know, I love cheeses. Hit us up. <laughs> wink. Wink. <laughs> Moving forward. F1 Miami. So, Formula One's coming to Miami. It's going to be a great time. Um, it's going to be right there at the stadium um, where the, the Dolphins play. So, a Hard Rock Stadium, I believe. Mm, yeah. Something to that effect. Um, so yeah, it'll be great. Um, F one's becoming more popular in the the states with the the Americans. Um, yeah, so thanks to Netflix. Shout out to Netflix for the Drive to Survive documentary. Um, to and shout out season three if you haven't checked it out. I implore you to go do so, but I also implore you to start at the beginning, get some context. Um, my next up is going to be shout out to Apple. Uh, first, I appreciate y'all doing that. Um, at uh, that forward market, uh, forward chair split last year, and I appreciate you dropping these new iMacs. They look so similar to an iPad Pro and those Magic Keyboards. So I don't know which one I'm gonna potentially do since they apparently have the same chip in them. But shout out to Apple. Stuff's looking real good, uh, and I think they uh, reported some profits this quarter. So if I if I read that notification correctly, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. And then my downs down is going to be um, Sky Sports. Um, it just like kind of got under my skin. I don't know why, but um, enough to screenshot it, I guess. But uh, at the time of the final for the Carabao Cup uh, last weekend with Man City and Tottenham, shout out Jose Marino. Could have been there. Could have been there. <laughs> um, yeah. Sky Sports put up a graphic. For the manager head-to-head, um, so I'll, I'll paste this in the area, or maybe in this area. I'll overlay it. You'll see it. Um, point is, the graphic was a manager head-to-head between fucking Pep Guardiola and Mason Greenwood of Tottenham Hotspurs. What the hell? Like, what a complete waste of time. You know how many games Mason's managed? Two. Guardiola, 
almost 700. Why? Why would you even do that? How many wins has Guardiola had? A little over 500, Mason. Just that last game. The one for this one, because we're counting this one. How many right. major trophies? Well, you know, this is the only final I've ever been in. Who was the intern that did this? I, I, I would like to know their name. This is why I watch credits, but, you know, they don't give you this much information on live TV. So, anyway, that's down. I was just, what a complete fucking waste of time. Um, find something better, more informative, put some sort of statistic, put some sort of history, you know, like, give some sort of education that's going to be fulfilling, but, like, this kind of shit is dumb. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have another down, though, honestly. But, um... We, we, we don't even highlight more negativity if it ain't there. So yeah, it. yeah. Actually, it, I have a super up. Shout out to the federal government, the Department of Justice, for, um filing charges against um, the people, the killers of Ahmaud Aubrey. So The state of Georgia. That I guess that could also be flipped into a second down because the state of Georgia didn't have the balls. They're, they're, we're living by the, the good old boy system down here still, if you are not familiar. So they didn't apply those charges uh, to these three gentlemen. But the federal government well, did. They could have. Hey, they're not gentlemen. There ain't nothing gentle about them. You're right. There's no punishment that's good enough for these three guys. Um, and I can. They're, they're, I don't want to go to a place here, but I'm gonna leave it right there. Next. <laughs> cool. Um, must slide in here in the middle. Um, on, on that on the same um, um note, um, with Ahmad Arbery, actually, actually piggyback from last week uh, with the conviction of uh. Of uh, Derek Chauvin, out in California, out in um, you know, like out in the, uh, there is a man Mario Gonzalez who was uh, by a law um, in the same exact scenario where placed his knee on on the guy's uh, five minutes and died. And um, I think we need. Uh, I'm not sure how how much more this needs. You really need to have a very deep conversation about how police are like you we saw um the situation last week with uh Mackay Bryant and there are way too many police who whose first option is to basically kill somebody Like you have a taser for a reason, and you're just saying like, "Nah, go ahead, go for the gun, get 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 the fuck out of here," and and you know we'll inspections later. Like it, call the coroner, call Doug, it, call Doug. You know, there's a lot of people who talk about you know um, defunding the police, um, and unfortunately, there's a lot that goes with that. But no matter what, whatever is remaining. In the future, definitely needs to be different because obviously there's way too many of us that are that are getting killed, and you know it's black, brown, white, everybody. There there is a systemic problem with how police are killing people, and like 
people think it's just us. I'm like, no, it's not. It's really not. And, you know, and when you think, and I keep hearing this buzzword um, on the news, and it's like, like this, and the more this happens and the more it keeps happening, it's like, it's, it basically comes down to like, you know, one, how these how these policemen are trained. And then, of course, and then you go beyond that and say there's cops who just don't know how to deal with people of color or deal with people, period. They don't know how to deal with conflict. And it's 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 honestly just like it's only the end of April. It's like it's, it's already too much. It's, it's been too much. And you would think that after everything that happened last year, you would think. But of course, it's American. So. Um, but yeah, hopefully people. Um, um, I heard back from um, some supporters out in um, Anna who actually knew the person who got killed. And, um, yes, hopefully um, he and his family get accountability plus a little bit of justice for another life that's um, that's lost. Um, we want a, a whole lot of justice, not a little bit though. Right, like it's all about accountability. I'm like, can we just you're not supposed to tell people, period. That's what we're told. So, yeah, like they should be held accountable just like how any other person would. Yeah. Um, um, in case you haven't um, noticed by now, I'm giving all every last down I, I can stand to, to the Super League, every last one. Like, that's just a bad idea. Like, and again, I, I'm pretty much convinced at this point that most American owners who get involved in soccer just don't get what, what soccer It's not just simply a business. It's actually, in many cases, communities are involved and people, you know, it's not just an asset for most people around the world. Like how we do sports here is different and it has its space, but for the most part, these are community. These are community groups. They started as communities. You know, may not have started like, like from a, um, a group of uh, um, railway workers. Like these, every these are all very local, community-based groups that just happen to just grow global and all that shit. But you go to where those those uh, teams started from, and they'll give you a whole different aspect as far as who we, which, where those teams come from, and who they are, and that's something that should never be lost. And hopefully, at some point, we can learn some of that here, um, and and realize that every community has has its own flavor. Like I said. Like we say in our shit, the culture's everywhere. That means that goes for the clubs as well. So, yeah, players need to go. Crunk needs to go. All the mugs need to go. Um, uh, as far as my ups again, I'm I'm about to be up in the streets again because I'm vaxxed up. So, you know, I'm going through the streets this summer. <laughs> I'm going through the streets. It's like all of my. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, I got um it's it's been a long year for everybody. So you know, hopefully you guys are if you have access, you know, work work on getting these shots, you know. And a lot of and most of these uh, vaccines are very highly highly uh effective as far as keeping you from not getting COVID as you know, Tony can attest. That's not something that you want. So whatever you can do to to um to avoid that. Get the shots, stay masked up. Even though we have teams that are going back to full capacity pretty soon, stay masked up. So yeah. Um other than that, you know, um I ended up talking about last week, of course last week was the ninth anniversary of my mom passing. And um, you know, let's try to, you know, stay stay in growth every year, you know, and and um and hopefully, you know, she's the pride of what I'm doing, or at least trying to do. And um be positive and try to you know, do the right thing as, as often as I can. Not always perfect, but you know, I try to at least think in a in a good direction. But um, you know, he's always missed. But um, but yeah, that's, all, that's really all I got. Um, yeah, Tony Tone says it's been so long. What you got, man? Wrong way, TK. There you go, TK. <laughs> Your direct, your direct I had to sling right. you, man. Chill. Oh, you were slinging. I had to sling you. Come on. Whoosh. The visual effect thing. Lo siento. Lo siento. Um, <laughs> all right. So I got like, I guess, two and a half uh, ups. Now I'm just keeping it positive. All right. Uh, so first positive is uh, this evening. I was actually um, able to sit on a panel. Not sit on a panel. I'm sorry. Uh, watch a panel. Uh, by this new program that's being started is called Strategic African American Retail Track, called Start, and um, it is coming from the basically the purpose and idea of black ownership within um, black representation and ownership in the sneaker industry, and it was a very informative event and definitely learned a lot from people who were in the game and who've been in the game, you know, who worked with Nikes and Pumas and Adidas. And um, this is all now coming out of athlete's foot. And so the whole idea of this is basically, you know, as I love to hear about how, you know, that, uh, you know, people always talk about crabs in a barrel, especially with our, our community, our culture, but instead, you know, actually crabs, if you, crawl up on each other we can keep on lifting each other up we can get out of the barrel right essentially that's the mindset that's going on with this type of program because uh through this discussion you know to find out you know as much of a buying uh power that the black community has especially within retail especially within the sneaker world we have less than one percent ownership within that um, and so you know trying to empower up love people who are either interested or already involved in those markets, they're looking to do that with this program. And so um, it was pretty cool to see that and witness that uh, discussion uh, this evening. So I want to give a shout out to Athletes Foot and um, the people that are going through um, putting this program together. So that's the first thing. And, ch- and try to check it out. I think, uh, hopefully, I don't know if they have, uh, I have, I really honestly don't know what their social media presence is and, and uh, website thing is tracking on that, but. Um, it's called Start and uh, S-T-A-A-R-T. Um, 
So check them out. And uh, my second up, you know, a couple weeks ago, we had a guest on here, uh, Mr. Jeremy Sally. And um, I am happy to report and let y'all know that he reached his GoFundMe raising goal. Uh, he has raised more than what was expected. And um, he is also getting some support from MLS as well, too. So shout out to the MLS, you know, top five league, right? Um, <laughs> yep, top, they top five are doing that. So, uh, you know, shout out. Are we recording? Them. Are we recording? Yeah, I know. Are we going to just hit record? Well, What's in this cup, man? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, nah, but, you know, really happy and uh, proud of Jeremy for, you know, what he is able to accomplish. And I can't wait to see what this young brother does in the, the um, in this FIFA Masters program uh, this coming fall. A um, special thank you to the, 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 the Cap County. <laughs> I got no facilities for that. <laughs> I'll, I'll be sure to paste that over your face. <laughs> I'm not even. Nope. I told you I'm keeping it positive right now, Grego. Keeping it positive. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other half, is, the the half up is y'all remember the Chappelle skit where he's got uh, Arsenio Hall and Arsenio Hall's at the wine and cheese. And he's like, why are y'all telling me the cheese is good? That's how I feel about Snowfall. Why did y'all tell me that Snowfall was so good? I just been binging it like crazy. And I do have to say that it does compete with The Wire as far as. Stop. I said compete. 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 I didn't say it was better. I'm just saying compete. Is it? I, I think you would do better. Hey, it's not positive. Power. Don't bring oh. my positive okay. down. Okay. Okay. Do not okay. bring my positive down. It's like I M O. Thank you. <laughs> and respect. I hear you. I hear you. But um, yeah, I've been I've been binging that like crazy, and so uh, it's always good when you find a good show to like. Oh snap! Look at the time. Oh man. I actually got to do work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I should cut it off now so I have something to watch later. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, man. I, I feel the same way about uh, finishing up uh, Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier. Um, yeah, that that was... Um, that, that last episode, yo, if y'all haven't watched it yet, if nothing else, you need to make sure you... Watch watch the series and then just watch pay Anthony attention. Mackey's, that, Anthony Mackey's speech, you know, and, and, and it's the finale. Yeah, his speech is quite poignant and deep and quite relevant for what's going on in our current society. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, hopefully, you guys are are, are still here. Um, I said, I know, I know, like, so I am going. Uh, you know, just come. Hopefully you you guys do as well listening out here. Um, of course, we'll be back next week. We don't know how many MLS teams we'll be back, we'll be back next week in Champions League, but hey, we'll see. But um, as always, you can kind of find some associates at FTC. On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure you 
subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see all these faces. Chocolate smile. And this, uh, this fresh vanilla went up. But, um, we got a yeah. couple out there here. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, make sure that you get at the uh, FTC uh, Summer Scarf before this Sunday. Um, of course, this week, uh, the home team plays uh, New England. So, Gino, you're next. You're going down. Uh, but, uh, actually, on the scarf itself, um, now that you mentioned it, you can get a uh, 15% off on the uh, scarf with the promo code United. So, like I said, uh, the pre order runs up. Runs in- <laughs> uh, so, yeah, 15% off of the uh, scarf until Sunday. And uh, yeah, this is like, you know, like they, I'm really looking forward to these stuff to come out hard for a while on this one. And um, I think it uh, came out great, which uh, you know, our socials and um, and everything. But uh, until then, uh, it's, it's, it's been real, you know, for for me, for Tony, for TK. We'll see y'all soon. Apparently, sooner rather than later. Thanks to the state of Georgia, the culture is real. Just everywhere, no matter what they say out here, stay masked up. So don't get sick out of these parts. See y'all soon, and we out. FTC U T D.